Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The world's top leaders have all just signed a new declaration which will forever change the way we go about our day-to-day -day lives. We go live to the big government building for more. Uh, uh, we feel that this declaration is of vital importance to the people of the world, and we hope this will be a turning point for humanity. We are glad to announce that it is now our declaration that if you do not own a Nitro Concepts, S300 gaming chair, you are a stinky poo-poo person. With its superior comfort, breathable fabric, and a wide range of colours, it's simply inexcusable to not have one, and anyone found to not own one will be forced to wear a hat in the shape of a poo emoji. Thank you. Wow, incredible scenes there. Our reporter is on the field getting reactions from the general public. Sir, sir, what are your thoughts on the new legislature? Eee, well, I think it's a brilliant thing and bloody long overdue. Why do you think that? All I'm saying is that when you sit down in one of these babies with their incredible ergonomics, stylish design and rock-solid construction, I just don't see how you could ever choose any other chair. And it looks like you bring your chair out with you everywhere you go. Aye, it never leaves me sight. I just make sure all my destinations are at the bottom of a hill so I can roll on down in style and luxury. I've even customised my chair with some speakers. Have a listen to this. Thank you very much. Uh, back over to you at the studio. Once again, an absolutely massive thank you to Overclockers UK for supporting the show. And if you'd like to learn more about their wonderful selection of chairs, you can head over to overclockers.co.uk forward slash podiots to learn more. That's overclockers.co.uk forward slash podiots. And now on with the show. What was that, Mikey? What was that? What were you just doing there? You know what? I genuinely can't remember. <laughs> really? What is my memory? Like I'm what like is... I'm like a fishy sieve. It's astonishing that you can't remember the the noises you just made. Sorry, a, fi a fishy sieve. A fishy sieve, you know, like a really, really, really fishy sieve. I don't know if it's a sieve fish or a fishy sieve. Oh, okay. I'm trying to picture that. I'm not sure. Like what... the brain of a fish? Is that what you mean in terms oh, of I memory? Oh, I understand. You mean because of goldfish and also your, your memory <laughs> like a sieve. I didn't make the connection wow. with the fish thing. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, so that that's one of the, it makes made sense in my head and I said it and then it stuns the room for about 15 seconds. That happens a lot. <laughs> I, I, I think it's it's the 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 intro jitters. I was thinking about this before, oh. but the the start of the podcast is terrifying because you know after this bit, the structure you got you got the intro song. You know Ben does all these professional reedy bits. We get some questions and a thing, a question, a thing. But the intro, anything goes, and you it get true. fishy sieve as a result. I mean, 
I'm I'm okay with. How do you feel about fishy sieve, Peter? I'm all right with it. Yeah, I think so. I to me, it sounds like you've um, you've sort of you know, like when you drain off your pasta or your oh. rice through a sieve or a colander. It just sounds like you've been boiling some fish and then you've like poured the fishy fish water through the sieve <laughs> and you're left with a fishy mm. sieve. It's a little bit goopy and weird and horrible. Mm. That's what Podiat says. It's the fishy, sieve goop water after you drain your fish. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> mm, lovely. We're we happy with that one, everyone? We yeah, all, that's we good. Go. Go. We're going to go with that one? Yeah. Take it to the wank. <laughs> getting, a, getting a thumbs up from the wank at the back oh, there. Yes, thanks, wank. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Poddy. It's the official Boom. Vidiots Boom. podcast. Uh, it's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the law of the three oohs, where everybody brings a thing along to, to talk, talk about. I'm Ben. I'm Peter. And I'm Michael. Hello. How are we doing, boys? Oh, you got an additional hello in there. That's fun. <laughs> this guy can't be hello. fucking stopped today. Look oh at him. He's mad. Oh, madness. Cheeky little bastard. Oh, you can't stop me. Uh, so uh, so what's going on? How are we doing? You all right? Yeah. All right, love. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm all right. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Oh, God. The fucking list of weird references we have at this point. We do need to have a document where we just chuck every little YouTube video we've ever referenced. It mm. would be never ending just so some people can have a sense of reality of what's real when they're listening to this. It's not yeah, just... we'll never gain any new followers at this point. People are <laughs> no. just so alienated. The required reading is mammoth. Mm. We have so many aspirations for podiots and where we want to take it. But I think you're right. It's just, it's in, it's literally impenetrable. We've got new listeners. We've got our audience, and that you know what I'm. Ha- I'm happy we've even got an audience. Yeah, yeah. Please don't go. Please don't go. Uh, maybe one day we'll get a, a podcast award. Maybe one day. <laughs> I know when you right, when you're up against titans of the industry, and then you've got fucking garlic and chips over here. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. God, no, no. I'm not going to put us down like that. Garlic and chips deserves an award. Yeah, come on. Garlic and chips does deserve an award and an extra fifties worth. worth of uh-huh. garlic. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. As nice. we all know. Well, as we all know, but nobody else, because they aren't <laughs> going to come and listen. Uh, well, I don't know. I'll, I'll try and find a, a fishy civvy fetish forum. It, it <laughs> Fuck, work. no. That's, <laughs> that's got to be one of the worst forums. Yeah, it's even on worse the internet. than... Yeah, yeah, I don't want to think about that. Well, it worked <laughs> for the fart video, so maybe it'll maybe it'll do something. It's true. Yeah. It, it fucking... It, it might. It fucking it did. It fucking, it fucking did, and it fucking might again. Oh. Hey, well, speaking of people who are an established listener and Ooh. and aren't going to go anywhere ever again, are they? Are they? Are Please they? don't. Are they? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can join the esteemed ranks of Pod Squad by going to streamlabs.com forward slash podiots donations and donating three pounds or more. You get a shout out at the start and the end of the show. It financially supports us and allows us to keep doing this in our spare time. And we very, very much appreciate it. We, of course, now turn to Mikey for the first, I don't know, what's what's a subsection of a squad Peter, a chunk, uh, is that it? I didn't know you were going to finish with of a squad, but uh, <laughs> I thought you just wanted an English word from the dictionary meaning okay. small piece, but a subsection of a squad. Um, a, squadlet? A squadlet. Ooh, squadling. squadlet's good. Yeah. Okay. Mikey's got the first squadlet. 
Get ready for okay. your squad, look. We've got Thingamajigly. Give me a second with this one. I rehearsed this one for a minute before, but it's, it's lost me. Willem de Fiddles Whiddle Diddle. Nice. Ooh. He nailed it. Help, the sporks are in my eyes. Wait, I need to give that more energy. Help, the sporks oh. are in my eyes! <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Just Monica. Fully baked cream pie. Tommy the Wank Engine. Chav Chav Ramirez. It is I, Jay Demure. Lean, mean, green teen Sean Bean. Carry the worst. Darius Canning, who's been very generous, thank you. And he says, hello, you lovely lads. Just a quick follow-up from episode 72. Baby number two is here. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. my goodness. Episode 72. <laughs> oh, my God. He's from the future. Holy he's shit. He's a time traveler. Darius, <laughs> how, how, do, how does everything go? Let us know. Give us, give us some lottery numbers. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Keep up the great work. All the best from Darius, Sophie, still married, Sam, yeah. and baby Ellie. Oh, that's oh, wonderful. Congrats. Congratulations. Oh, I'm glad to hear. It doesn't stop there. We got happy birthday, Alec. Maybe it is someone's birthday. Happy birthday. And if it's Happy not... Happy birthday, Ellie. Alec. Well, Alec. Ellie, though. Ellie's the baby. Oh, yeah, yeah but Is it her birthday in this podcast? It's 2021 that that birthday is going to come up. So yeah. I'll, I'll put that in the calendar. Okay. Like a glovity glib glop gibbin. <laughs> like a clit sucker. Thanks, oh, nice. Thanks for that. Katie solo. Very generous donation. Thank you. Kevin from Con and known racist Mel Gibbon. Again, a very generous racist Mel Gibbon. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it just to hear you guys have to praise a generous donation from me. Also, ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ting, tang, walla, walla, pod squad. <laughs> very good. And lastly, we've got a little Alan Claw. Ah, lovely. The, uh, the 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 squadlet continues, and this contains one of the worst swear words ever made. So just oh, no. does. put your fingers oh, no. in Ellie's ears. Uh, Lord <laughs> Brotovich, thank you. I guess I'm Demons, who was very generous, and says, Hey boys, if you could give my wife a shout out for horse... For whore? <laughs> oh, oh my god. Whoa, Peter, wow. For services to whore... Uh, if, if you give you a shout out for her soon to come birthday, I'd appreciate it. She goes by Montana when she's online. Keep up the podcast, my dudes. Well, happy almost birthday, Montana. Yes. Um, the Cunt Basher 3000. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hate Freddie Weber's face. Stephen Scodes. I sent Mikey Trigley Seride. Good. Uh, Flubber Dobber Whammer Deluxe Man, who was very generous and says, Praise be to the Might Meat Face and his prophet Jeff. Uh, Emily Lemons, bring oh, back memories. Oh, that's mem- the naughty word. Lemons. Oh, oh that was it. That was the swear oh, word there. Jesus, disgusting. Uh, uh, Emily Lemons, bring back memory cards. Prince Beefcakes, a very generous Uncle Chucklefucker who, <laughs> who gave, uh, who, who said, Thanks for all the quality chuckles over the years and all of the platforms. Rad dudes. Don't really know what that means. Uh, po- p- post-traumatic stress darer. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, I'm assuming Uncle Chuckle is talking about Triple Jump. Oh, I see. Over the, the, the different platforms. Yeah, channels yeah. and things. Um, Vidiot's official cunt sucker. Oh, no, another one. <laughs> I didn't see there were two. And, no, I didn't either. And finally, the very generous main man, maimed main man, 
who says, Guys, I almost died listening to the last episode because when Peter said the £15 adult toy, my mind temporarily forgot about British currency and immediately thought of an imperial weight causing me to picture a seven kilogram sex toy. Thanks. <laughs> oh, You're geez. getting your money's worth there. Yeah. <laughs> Mikey dommed by a bed bug. Oh, Simon no. Miller. Give us a sub-scream. Obscure anecdotabix. Knee deep <laughs> in satisfiers. Fingers MC. Carl Lanza, who was very generous. Am I doing this right? Bump is name re- name deducted. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel soon emigrating barber with it and a, 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 just an outrageously big donation. Yeah. Missed the last few, so here you go, you mad lads. All things working out as planned. I will be in Dublin for the foreseeable future. Wish me luck. Best of luck, Samuel. Best of luck, Thank Samuel. you so much. Congrats for getting out of England. <laughs> God, jealous. <laughs> I drink to spaghetti. I can't think of a funny name. Berto, Queefchis Lorraine, and Waluigi on a crucifix. Thank you so much, everyone. That is your pod squad for this week. Just a reminder, streamlabs.com forward slash podiats donations. Three pounds or more to get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank you very much. Oh, you guys ready for a, a, a question? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Richard Major, otherwise known as Major Dick. Big Dick. At <laughs> rmajor86 on Twitter. Cinemas are opening but there's no new films, so they're just showing older films. What old, and then in parentheses, uh, film would you love to see again on the big screen? Ignoring the chance of getting the vid, he says. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, um, how far back are we... Allowed? Can we just say any film that's I been out? I think any film that's any now film. on home, uh, uh, sort of, you can watch at home. Mm, okay. I think that counts. Um yeah. You know, I honestly wouldn't mind, as sort of underwhelming as it was ultimately, um, I wouldn't mind seeing Avatar in like mm. on a big screen, maybe even at like a nice IMAX or something, because mm. I watched that on, I think it was on Blu-ray, admittedly, rather than DVD, but I watched it on home media. Um, actually, my physics teacher lent it to me in sixth form. Because oh. Um, oh, wow. I was quite, we were like quite a small class and we we're all almost like, quite pally with each other just as a group and he was this young guy and he was like oh if you've not watched it i'll bring it in you can borrow it so um he lent me avatar and i watched it at home and i thought yeah i mean this is this is fine it's not like an offensive film it's not terrible but i could see that like the um on the letterboxing like black bars top and bottom for the widescreen i could see that fish were sometimes in front of those black bars like (laughs) jumping over them and stuff so they do stuff with the letterboxing and things like that and i think in crappy 3d in an imax on a big screen it might actually be quite in it like it would certainly certainly be a better experience than what i got out of it i think you know i don't it's not it's not my favorite film in the world you know maybe i should have just picked my favorite film because that would be nice to see on a big screen but yeah i think it would at least be an experience so yeah Yeah, you want to go for an experience do you remember the time around avatar the avatar period in human history where yeah like post avatar depression was a thing yes was it there's people who were like came out of the film genuinely changed and like f- like when they weren't in that world they missed it and they wanted to be back. It was That's a recognized insane. like psychological. I mean, it didn't make it into like diagnostic manuals because it takes years for stuff to get into those. But it was like this recognized phenomenon that like psychologists were discussing with each other academically and saying this is a thing. It's like post Avatar depression. Um, yeah. That's insane. I did see it in the cinema. 
But I don't remember much about it because me and my friends took really stinky chicken from the chicken shop across the road in and (laughs) probably ruined it for everyone else in there. It's one of those. It was one of my few naughty teenage moments where you just took chicken into a cinema. Yes. Where if you were an adult in that cinema, you'd be like, oh, for fuck's sake, how selfish and rude. And I did that. I, yeah, we. So I was just I was just happily eating very smelly chicken uh, for for most of the film and not really paying much attention to all the beautiful blue people. Yeah, Aww. and there's like three or like five films coming out all in very quick succession after a however long. Um, know, yeah, like, I'm literally looking like at a... that now. Four sequels. Uh, oh my! Twenty. God. It was meant to be 2021, but it's been pushed. So it's now mm. December of this year. December of 2024, December 2026, and December 2028. I oh, don't. Wow. Does anyone give a shit? No, no, they don't. I don't, no. I don't even want one sequel. You know, no, but no. They're, they're doing loads, and we had to wait. That not that again, not that I've been waiting, but like the wait between the first one and the second one has been what? Like, must be coming. It's two thousand more than you think. It must be becoming. Oh, yeah, I was wow. gonna say. Oh, I was about to say it must be nearly ten years, but yeah. apparently more than ten years. Uh, All the actors are going to be so much older now. (laughs) Four in such quick succession. Yeah, terrible. uh, How old is James Cameron? I was going to say he's 62. James Cameron is... He is 65. Very good. So he was in his 50s when he made this film. And Sam Worthington was in his early 30s and now he's pushing 50. Jesus. By the time the sequel comes man. out, he will nearly be 50. That's insane. God, can't wait for them all to be going out in wheelchairs when the last one gets delayed by 20 years. <laughs> yeah. I, I just feel sorry for them because they must have felt like they just hit the jackpot. And like, yes, this is going to be a franchise that will endure. And they've all had to find a decade's worth of work <laughs> waiting for the fucking sequel. To be fair, I think they made enough bank that they didn't necessarily yeah, they have to work okay, this decade, but... Yeah, they did yeah. anyway. He auditioned for the role of James Bond, apparently. Sorry, I'm oh. just getting distracted now. All right, <laughs> fun. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I feel like part of me is saying I should go for like a grand spectacle, but at the same time, I just want something fun. So I'm gonna go with the first Mr. Bean movie <laughs> <laughs> in the cinema. Yeah. <laughs> you really just... want that big screen <laughs> bean oh. experience? Don't you? <laughs> Big you want to see every bean. bubble on Whistler's mother's face. <laughs> oh, she... man. Oh, that scene actually did kind of terrify me. Yeah, me it's, too. It's weirdly horrific. Like this dull grey and blue museum and this this very weird British man in a weird suit scrubbing relentlessly and drawing a horrific looking face on a work of art. It's, and the music is like... I, I'm not going horrible. for the comedy. I'm going to be uh, stressed out. It's like organ and like violin. It's like this shrill. He turns around and he's like rubbed that paint thinner on her face. And when he turns around, she's just bubbling. And, uh, <laughs> oh, it yeah. Definitely the scared music me. is spooky In fact, too. I think what scared me the most about it was just imagining being in his position and thinking, yeah. I, what have <laughs> I just done? Are they going to execute <laughs> me for this? Are they going to give me the death penalty? My favorite part of that was when he was wheeling it down the corridor and had it under a sheet. Yeah. And he was coming up to the guy in the corridor. He had to turn it 180 degrees. Yeah. Or 90 degrees, sorry, I should say. Pretending he had a cart doing the squeaky wheel noise. Yeah, yeah he's just walking along going... 
I can't believe he is canonically an alien. <laughs> yeah. That's what's most upsetting about it is this poor alien is has been burned burdened with like human human emotions <laughs> and guilt. Oh, he had nothing to worry about with that painting then. Imagine if if an alien came to your museum and modified a work of art, surely that sends the value through the roof. Definitely. You would have thought, yeah. yeah, but then he'd be I then we'd then we'd be watching uh what was that film with Anton Deck where they where they alien dissected autopsy. alien yeah. autopsy, but it would be with Mr. Bean. <laughs> That's what we want to see in the cinema: alien <laughs> autopsy with Anton Deck. Yes, oh, I watched that film and it was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's just shit. It. It's just it's... really shit. Yeah, what, is that? That's the only bit of acting Anton Deck have really done. Well, biker, oh, really right? biker. Oh, sh- of course, yeah. I can't see, man. I mean, that wasn't them, but that's the only line I actually know from that. <laughs> they were show. responsible no, that for it. That was Ant. Oh, it was. No, was the- oh, for some reason, I thought Big Jeff said it, but I've- yeah. No, Ant they're talking deck. to Jeff. They're going, Jeff, oh. I can't see, man. Yeah, okay, Acting. fair. Yeah, the best uh, actors. Hmm. Brief stint on the children's television series Why Don't You, which was broadcast on the BBC. Never heard of that. Nope. Why Don't You? Both in Biker Grove. That's it. No, there's nothing. No, oh. Nothing really. 2006 was Alien Autopsy. God, what a fucking wasteland the, the noughties were <laughs> for media. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Nothing good it really came out shit, of it. wasn't it? The middle of it was re- just especially bad. Um, I'd probably, in a similar vein to Mikey, just want to watch one of my favourite films, but a comedy. Just because so, I already know all of it anyway, Hot Rod. Yeah. I just I already know how it all goes, but I'd love to sit in the cinema with a load of like-minded people and watch it and just enjoy laughing at the various ridiculous moments in that film. I think it'd be a lot of fun. It's lovely audiovisual junk food. Yeah, it's nice. I really enjoyed um, Fury Road in the cinema. I'd like to do that oh, again. Oh yeah, I'd well, like to see that fun. in the cinema. I, I haven't seen great. it still. Yeah, uh, actually, I'm gonna see what is on at uh, the Bristol Showcase Cinema. What is it open? It is, or at least it's starting to open. Shit. Uh, let's have a look. We've got Unhinged. No idea. Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, okay. Black Mr. Panther. Bean, the ultimate disaster movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it's literally just the same films that came out at the beginning of the year and a mix of old ones. Black oh, Panther. Good. Joker. I uh, don't know what that is. That's Lord worth the, rings. the risk, isn't it? God, mm. all, all the rings. All the yeah. rings. God. I, I, yeah, I'm for this. I'm all for cinemas showing old films and... Mm. I think this is a positive change. Oh, Jurassic Park. Fuck yeah. Jurassic Park. Sonic the Hedgehog. No. (laughs) I still need to see that, and I need to see it on the big screen. Yeah, well, there you go. (laughs) Now's my chance. Okay, we've got another question here from Darby Edwards at Lady Hellion on Twitter. You run YouTube. You can delete three videos from it forever, and by doing so, you delete all memory of the video's existence. Which three do you delete? And are any of them your content? Oh, oh, oh goodness! Oh me. my God, that's a big question. There's, there's at least like a hundred videos to choose from there. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm just oh, so uh, uh, part of me's tempted just to rewrite internet history and get rid of Rickroll to see oh, yeah. okay. what what would happen to fill that void because that like Rickroll at its prime it went on for years like that was a hot spicy fresh meme for quite a while mm-hmm. would, would would have that would the time spent being rickrolled being put into something else could we have found a cure for horrible diseases instead we were rickrolling ourselves into oblivion well what else does rick what else has rick astley done nothing would, would he have not been as successful oh 
Mm. I mean, yeah, he probably wouldn't. He wouldn't be. He wouldn't be. Never going to give you up was his first solo offering. Yeah, but I think he'd already he'd already been successful. Like that was a retroactive thing, wasn't it? Like never giving going to give you up is from surely like before the turn of the millennium, right? Yes, but it did spend five weeks at the top of the British charts at the time. Yeah, that's true. It did give him a second. If he didn't have that first big outing as a solo artist, would we? Would we be whenever you need somebody in each other, <laughs> which was his next song? <laughs> Nobody yeah. would be strangers to love. It would be it would be amazing. The world yeah. would be a better place. Okay, so that's Mikey's pick. Do you have one, Peter, that you would banish forever? Uh, I can think of entire channels I'd quite like to just banish forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. YouTube, Go on. Just, Go on. Who, who yeah. are you going to bump off? Just certain, like, arsehole vloggers. And stuff. Blue Zephos. Yeah. Blue Zephos, yeah. <laughs> Um, I wonder maybe what we could do so you know Mikey's Mikey sort of saved the world by getting those those cancer researchers not distracted by Rick Astley Um, what we could also do is personally profit from deleting a very successful but easily recreatable (gasps) video and making it ourselves instead it's like that film Yesterday which I've also not seen (laughs) where the guy sings all the Beatles songs um (laughs) So I don't think we could do Gangnam Style because that is just it's just its own thing. You know, we, we don't could have just... pop money. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, there must be something that has has done exceptionally well that we could just. There's remake. that video of a bit of toast falling over. That's about three seconds long, and that must have <laughs> millions of views. Uh, toast falling over. How many views do you have? What yeah, if two point four million? Oh, oh Jesus! S- Christ. Sorry, it's a waffle, and it's six point two million views. What so, would the internet be like if Charlie never bit his finger? Or, oh, yeah. That's a big question. Or Taylor Swift never shook it off, you know? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, I don't know. What Charlie's know. up to? Still biting fingers? Probably, probably just biting fingers, yeah. I think he I, I think he fights for the UFC now. That must be quite <laughs> formative as a kid to bite someone's finger and be propelled into internet fame for it. Like, You're the finger-biting guy. No, I was the finger-biting child. Please. <laughs> Yeah. Oh dear! Shit. Yeah, I don't know specifically what, but I, I would probably just pick. I'd have to sort of go through the the top, you know, ten to fifty YouTube videos and find one that we could just recapture very easily. Some of them are lightning in a bottle, mm-hmm. and you couldn't just redo them. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'd do. I'd just cheat the system and try and profit from it. I do like that with with this, you know, idea. There's the potential here to make a shit ton of money. But we're not going to put any effort into it. We're going to find the easy one to do. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, let's Naturally. be realistic. <laughs> Naturally, I would take down the last episode of Memory Cards. Oh, why? That's a really good one. I watched that. I watched that semi recently. It's actually quite funny. What? What? What are you saying about the other ones, Peter? <laughs> I mean, it, that's even funnier than the rest. Thanks. There it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would yeah. take down the last one. So we could forever be asked, hey, when's the next episode of Memory Cards? <laughs> oh, we'd be inundated, wouldn't when's we? When's it coming? I love, I fucking love Memory Cards. When's the, <laughs> when's, when are you doing the next one? It's been, it's been 75 weeks. When is, when is the next one? We could do a, we could do a special Memory Cards um, for, on this day in 2018, Memory Cards was cancelled. <laughs> I think we should definitely do that. When, when was the last episode of Memory Cards? Oh, God. I'm making a note of that because that is fucking uh, brilliant. Idiots. 
What, what would it be called? Would it be memory memory cards or <laughs> remembering memory cards? Yeah, memory Remem- memory cards cards. <laughs> uh, God, we did too many episodes of that, didn't we? Oh, that's the music. <laughs> yes, um, we did. Yes, we did. Right, we did nineteen of them. That's nineteen weeks of these fucking thing. Hang on, what order are these in? Right, there we go. Okay, June the 25th. So we have passed the anniversary oh, of memory fuck. cards now, unfortunately. Okay. Oh, that sucks. Um, Next year, then. Next yeah. year. That's going in the calendar. <laughs> Hashtag Wonder where I'll be cards. when I get that notification. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching this. Shame it's going, but I'm looking forward to seeing whatever you guys come up with next. Hashtag RIP memory cards. Thank you, Stephanie, for that comment oh, two years thanks, ago. Stephanie. What we came up next was redundancy. <laughs> I preferred this to Skyrim Zoo, but different strokes for different folks. Rip. Wow. I preferred this to Skyrim Zoo. Who the fuck <laughs> yeah. is that? Uh, that's Ben Croft there. Oh, wow, Ben. Ben. Get some standards. Jesus Christ, Ben. I will miss memory cards. Oh, we, we do every day. This, these comments are good. Uh, I like the short nature of this series. Honestly, I'm put off where there are 30-minute videos where I watched this every week. Thank you, Philip. Well-worded. <laughs> I understand I like, completely. I like it when I get to spend as little time as possible watching the content you produce. Yeah, I like Cheers. I like you and what you do. I just don't I just don't like it enough to watch more of it. Yeah, I prefer <laughs> it when you do videos that are too short to monetize with a mid-roll <laughs> advert. That's that's what I prefer the most. Yeah, anyway, it's about me, the protagonist, the main character. <laughs> Does anybody have a thing? I've got a thing. Go on. Sure, go for it, Mikey. I thought I, I'd hark back to earlier podiates when I was uh, in the throes of serial killer fact fun times. Mm. Oh, yeah. Don't worry, we're not talking murder numbies, numbers. I saw that tweet. Least yeah, that did jog me a bit. I was like, maybe I could do a fun twist on, you know, murderous, horrible monsters and... I think I've got it. Okay. So, okay. So I think people tend to focus too much on the grisly, horrible, horrible details when it comes to these people. In reality, the time they spent doing the murders makes just a tiny, tiny are fraction you, of Michael, their time spent. Michael, yeah. are you yeah. about to glorify yeah. serial Are you going to humanize monsters? <laughs> <laughs> of course. I'm just saying serial killers are people too. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer was great at cross-stitching. <laughs> I'm just saying we need to remember that these these people had lives outside of their horrific, unspeakable crimes. Mm. Can but I frame this go, for I've, you? I've said that. Can I frame it for you slightly differently? Yeah, please. It's important to remember the scariest thing about these monster people who were capable of heinous acts is that they were human and they had human hobbies and they did human things. They were just like us. So you could be a serial killer. You and not could even be a serial it. killer too. Anyone yeah. you know could be a serial killer. So stay vigilant. We like to portray yeah. these people as monsters, but they were very much human. Anyway, listen to the cool things they like to do. <laughs> we prefaced it the monsters, but it's nice to see what they did outside of killing. Yeah, of course. The, I'm excited to learn. You got you know people. I think the most famous. Ex- uh, what well, extracurricular murder activity was John Wayne Gacy and yeah, his, uh, of course. His, his famous clown paintings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and before the, I did have a quick search, and there's, there's auction sites. There's actually an auction site that's dedicated entirely to murder memorabilia, which no. is a bit much. <laughs> but yeah, you can purchase a sad clown painting painted by an actual horrible monster murderer for a couple of grand. So if you ever feel like definitely haunting your house, have at it. Insane. Jeez. 
What did what did some other murder boys get up to in their free time? So I've I've found three murderers and some fun little extra activities. Oh. Would you like to hear? Yeah, love to hear. Right. Have you ever considered that the audiobook you planned to listen to on a nice hot summer day was in fact being read to you by none other than Edward Kemper? Notorious for the murder of 10 people in the 60s and 70s, he was dubbed the co-ed killer. That's the murder facts out of the way. Now the rest of it's fun. Okay. (laughs) He kept, kept, oh, it wasn't quite done. He kept murdering and killing until he eventually turned himself in in 1973, which I think actually makes him the good guy in all this. Right, he got tired of murders. He caught the killer. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, yeah. (laughs) Did he claim the bounty? (laughs) He was uh, sentenced to spend the rest of his days in a Californian prison, but he was so well behaved that he was put in charge of a prison program that recorded audio books. Wow. Quite a few inmates had a stab at the job, but uh, none nope, were... steady. But none were quite as dedicated as all Eddie, who was credited with over 5,000 hours Whoa. of audio across, thou- across hundreds of books, including Flowers in the Attic, Dune, and this is a fun one, Star Wars. <laughs> Really? He he recorded Star Wars audiobooks, which wow. I, I had to hunt around and they're really hard to come by. Apparently they don't exist online and this at the minute it's just kind of guessed that there's a few cassette tapes lying in basements somewhere and please, I want to find those. I want wow. to hear this. Luke looked at Leia and thought, oh, <laughs> maybe I could turn her skin into a jacket. Oh. <laughs> If you're not aware, um, Ed is like an absolute giant of a man. He comes in at six feet, nine inches tall. What a unit. Absolute Gosh. unit. Let's have a look. He's got this deep, lumbering tone. And I, I found like, a, there's like one snippet online that's easy to find. And it's he's got an interesting voice. It's um it's quite monotone, relaxed. It's quite sincere. So it's like, I can't remember what he said. So I just said that's noises. It. Why do they always and, have glasses and a moustache? Why why do they all look like that? <laughs> I said it's just just part, at birth you're assigned the glasses and moustache, and you've that's it. You're obliged to fulfil your destiny, isn't oh, it? Oh no. But yeah, he's he's got it's quite he's got a good voice for it. I will admit. Um, but I mean, it would be nice if it went for his past. Mm. Yeah. Instead, at least he's just... seemingly rehabilitated to a certain extent. I mean, I'm not saying he should be let out now because he's recorded Star Wars, but you know, he's doing stuff. If, yeah, there's actually um, the Netflix series Mindhunter um, focuses quite a lot on, uh, I've forgotten his name already, Ed Kemper, because he would help a lot of like uh, FBI investigators and stuff to like solve murders and kind of create these profiles. So oh, wow. he, he repented for his sins. He did a lot of good, but he did a lot of bad as well. Like um, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, sadly, he did retire from uh, his voiceover gig in 2015 after suffering a wow. stroke. But he's still still kicking around, so maybe this time there might be a reunion tour in time. <laughs> now, on the other side of the murder spectrum, we go from serial killer to mass murderer. <laughs> oh, fun! In What's the, 90- the difference? Um. Oh, God. well, is mass murder a- just a lot in one go kind What's of thing? The well, a difference. This, yeah, actually, I do. I would like to know serial killers. They have to kill three or more and people. Mass serial killers, murderers. 
Because I think serial killers, like, there's a mythology to it and a, and mm. a kind of, like, a theme, if you will. But I think mass murder is just like, fuck it, you're all getting in the bin. Okay. <laughs> uh, mass murderers differ from spree killers who kill at two or more locations with almost no time... but uh, No time... Mm break between murders and are not defined by num- the number of victims and serial killers who may kill people over long periods of time. Uh, okay. Wow, that's Mayo. no break between Fun. killings. That's rapid. Just bam, yeah. bam, 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 bam. Well, I think, yeah, that's a very accurate <laughs> description. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, in the 1950s, Jim Jones was a young preacher in Indiana, but members of his church refused to let African-Americans join their congregation. So he did the right thing. He left to form his own more inclusive, more loving church. It became known as the People's Temple Agricultural Project, or as everyone knows it today, Jonestown. Oh, no. It sounds nice. You know, he's creating a space that's more inclusive and more welcoming until you remember it was a death cult that led to the death of 900 people. But whatever. Kool-Aid on the door. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, it's tasty, tasty Kool-Aid. But starting a new church isn't cheap, and he had to find work to fund it. So he did what any normal person would do. And I think this is my favorite job I've ever heard. I never considered it before this. He took up work as a door-to-door monkey salesman. <laughs> In what country? Not what I expected. <laughs> he'd, he'd bike around Indianapolis with a cage of spider monkeys. In the US, he was allowed to US. sell monkeys. In the US. Yep, you just do whatever you want. Strap some monkeys to your back and just knock on people's doors and say, hey, do you want a monkey? Jesus. What the hell? <laughs> it's just absolutely insane. And I, I think it does kind of fit. For someone who'd end up killing 900 people, of course he sold monkeys. Mm. They could be yours for the low, low price of $29. Whoa. That's nothing. What year God. was that? That was in the 50s. So in today's money, that's no. about $300. Oh, is it? Okay. Still, for a monkey, yeah. $300. Bargain. Where was he getting them? Just out of interest. Where was he finding <laughs> I, these monkeys? I don't, I don't know the specifics, but he was... Like he was shipping them from overseas via plane, so the like I guess back then it wasn't that regulated. It's just like yeah, stick some monkeys in the cargo of plane and sell them in America, whatever. <laughs> Give us the money. <laughs> so in turn, some of his customers, his, his monkey customers, not monkey customers, his, his monkey buying customers, actually started attending Jim's uh, church services. Uh. And in true monkey salesman fashion, anyone who brought in the most new recruits to the church. Uh, was treated with yet another monkey. No, good. <laughs> because that's what you want. When you've got one monkey, the moment you get that, that you're thinking, oh, do you know what I could... I like my new spider monkey, but what I really want is a second monkey. Well, you know, you're at work from nine to five. You need a friend. Yeah, he's lonely. Yeah. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, after... And, and I'm, I am not going to go into details here, but after some shipping complications, mm-hmm. it's pretty gruesome, yeah. uh, the gig became more hassle than it was worth, and he gave it up. But uh, Jim did have his own pet chimpanzee named Mr. Muggs, which is quite cute. And he was uh, the the mascot of Jonestown until everything went a bit wonky. Just a bit, yeah? Just a little bit, Wonkums. Imagine being the mascot of Jonestown. That's just... (laughs) That's a shit one. The monkey didn't know what he was doing. No. (laughs) And lastly, we've got Randall Woodfield, who is admittedly a lesser-known contestant in the Ring of Shitheads, but he's uh, better known as the I-5 killer. Personally, I've, I've never heard of him, so... No, I haven't. Whatever. But he had two talents that shone above the rest. First was football, and second was showing his penis to strangers. Oh! <laughs> extracurricular activities. Lovely! Got a scout's badge and everything. 
He played uh, football all through high school. And at one with point... With his dick out. With his dick out, yeah. <laughs> no one dared go near him. Just end his goals. <laughs> um, and he played all through high school. And his coach even helped bail him out of uh, jail after he was arrested for exposing himself in front of a group of women because he had to get back on the field. Wow. Football comes first. At college, he joined a Christian student group and he was remembered as polite and quiet (laughs) when he's not got his dick out. But during this time, he continued to be convicted for waggling his Wilson. No. no. But in, in 1974, he had a stroke of luck. Oh, no, that was, a, that was an intentional <laughs> point. Oh, God, no. In 1974, he had a bit of luck. Yeah. The NFL draft came around, and uh, Woodfield was actually picked by the Green Bay Packers wow. to uh, be part of their team, which is actually kind of insane. He was, he, when, he, when he joined up with them, he had to sign a contract in which he was held to a high standard of behavior. Going well already. Including... Clause 1.2, stop getting your dick out. <laughs> This included the requirement to always wear a jacket and tie in public. Oh. Um, but, you know, they never said anything about pants. And unfortunately, the arrests continued. Oh. And he was cut from the team not long after joining. And uh, thought, this For a minute, I thought you were going to say, and then when he became a killer, he would go around and strangle people with his tie. Like... Oh, God. What? Yeah, that was in the contract. He did that. Yeah. Damn. Uh, getting kicked out of the NFL acted as a wake-up call for him, and he put an end to his rude hobby and instead took up robbery, home invasion, and murder instead. Brilliant. Okay. Uh, and as a last tidbit, he, he somehow had a nude self-portrait of himself published in Playgirl. <laughs> what? How did he okay. do that? <sighs> when did he do that? How? How did he get? How oh, did how? he do that? I don't know. I because it's 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 he put like he, I, I it sounds it's self portrait. He must have took it himself and send it in, and I thought, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, stuck it in the pages. Looks great. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Next time you you, for whatever reason, looking at serial killers, just remember they had hobbies and pastimes too. Yeah, they're not all bad. You know, no. sometimes yeah. they do things like getting their dick out in public. Or yeah. turn themselves in, or sell monkeys, which is mm. really fun and lighthearted. Hashtag not all serial killers, am I right? <laughs> there we go. Yeah, nice. Go. Well, thank you so much, Michael. Oh, thank you. Informative and scarring as always. Mm. Ah, it's my, it's my specialties. Lovely. David Lever asks the next question at Dalek Platypus on Twitter. You get abducted by Allens. That's not what it says, it says aliens. <laughs> They want two things, to find someone to probe and to be taken to the leader of Earth. What do you tell them to... Who do you tell them to probe, sorry? And who do you tell them is the leader? The fate of the world is in your hands, vidiots. They can oh, probe man. me if they like. I don't mind. You don't mind? Yeah. No, I'm into that. They can, um, you know. Okay. Yeah. I, I was thinking that because I couldn't in all good conscience say, oh, that guy over there, stick something up his bum. I, f- <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able to live myself after that. So yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably surrender myself for the probing just to wow. save myself any bad feelings. I mean, I, I wouldn't. Oh. And, I'd, and oh. I'll tell you for why. Yeah. Because I there are two ways to think about this, right? Obviously, we're not going to suggest a leader of earth who is a current political leader because mostly no. they're shit and also yeah. by their very nature divisive because they're politicians mm. uh, and equally when you pick someone to be probed you could choose you know a wanker who you just want to see get probed because fuck piers morgan right that's right. true uh, actually or yeah. you could suggest 
perhaps the you know the prime example of current human development like an athlete or someone really good at being human so so they can probe them and go wow this is what humans can be you know mm. yeah. <laughs> instead of them probing me and just finding oh he's 50 percent hummus <laughs> he's mostly hummus <laughs> Uh, that's a good point so i my picks would be for leader of earth um forgotten his name so david attenborough okay Okay, so so, so they could have a frank conversation about how our planet works with a reasonable person who knows a lot about it and in terms of probing someone i don't know cristiano ronaldo or or someone of his (laughs) ilk Really plucked out, yeah. Really. What conjured up Cristiano? What's he done? I don't know. I just, just, I think I saw a gif of him earlier jumping really high, and I thought, <laughs> "There's your guy." Well, in terms of picking, you know, some sort of twat, uh, you know, just to sort of punish them. Not only would I pick, so you know, you say Piers Morgan, for example, or you know, some other, what's her name, Katie Hopkins. Yes. Um, what you, what you could do is specifically pick someone who's very homophobic because, and I'm being facetious here, mm. having something up your butt is gay, right? It's immediately <laughs> is a gay thing. Right. Um, which it isn't necessarily because women might have things up their butts from men or women. It's not a gay thing necessarily. But someone who's very homophobic would instantly associate having a probe up their bot bot as a super gay, gay thing. Oh. And I think they deserve that as a punishment for being ignorant so you think homophobes should be sodomized (laughs) to make them not homophobic yeah because they associate no not to make them not homophobic necessarily just to punish them for being homophobic Oh, okay because they associate sodomy specifically with with homosexuality right uh or male on male so that's that's what they deserve some kind of ironic punishment you know do you think the aliens would understand irony The, the aliens don't need to know if they just said take me to your specimen i would say sure how about this so we need to find the worst homophobe on earth <laughs> yeah we do yeah that's <laughs> that's teach a lesson there you go i'll teach you okay and the best thing is if it turns out that david attenborough is the most homophobic man in the world oh, you can man. kill two birds with one stone that would be really sad <laughs> yeah it would wouldn't it yeah, yeah. He has been awfully quiet on the gay penguin front. He has. So. <laughs> he hasn't mentioned them once. So yeah, I think Where definitely... were you, David? <laughs> he refuses to admit that dolphins have gay sex with other dolphins. He doesn't want <laughs> doesn't want it out there that it's a natural thing. Yeah. Not moral. I, I, so my mind went to kids' TV presenters as world leaders, at least for you know, aliens <laughs> to me. Yeah. And so I thought, you know what, Mr. Tumble. Oh my goodness, that's He's good. a fun yeah. one. I, I don't know why. Honestly, I don't know much about Mr. Tumble, but I think he's very good at explaining things. And, and He can speak sign language, Yeah, Mr. he can, Tumble. yeah. Oh, there you go. I think, yeah, he needs someone who can not talk down, but, you know, explain things in simple terms. Because you don't know what... I mean, presumably if the aliens have come to our planet, they're pretty advanced. But there's going to be a barrier there. And I think Mr. Tumble's <laughs> the one to overcome it. I can just imagine him walking into the the alien meeting room, the alien conference room on the <laughs> UFO, and there's like a slide whistle sound effect and he goes, Whoa! falls hey! over. <laughs> I, I, I just Googled Mr. Tumble to remind myself of his face and it's as lovely as I remember. Yeah. But apparently some people think it's so lovely that um, according to Families UK, the children's TV presenters, which mums are most likely to have a crush on, uh, there's a list of 10 here. Mr. Tumble is number four on the list. Oh, wow. wow. Who's number That's, one? Um, 
Dr. Ranj Singh. Oh, I've no. got no idea who that is to be. No. I thought you were going to say Dave. Oh, honestly. he is. Get our boy he... DBP in there. Oh, okay. No, he's not from my era. He's from 2012, 2015. Uh, oh, so he must. Be... Yeah. So I guess mums are watching CBBC and thirsting over presenters right now. Mm. I don't recognise any of the other people. It's just Mr. Tumble, which I think. They fancy a bit of rough and tumble, <laughs> I guess. Wow. Well, there we go, Peter. <laughs> yes. Do you have a thing? I've got a thing right here. And actually, it's on the topic of Jordan's TV presenters, so it's just Ooh. as well. Um, I uh, There's been a new, or I don't know how new, but um, Da Bungalow Clips has recently started linking to some YouTube videos that I wasn't aware of, and I think they've only just become aware of, where someone's uploaded a whole load of extra new episodes um, of Dick and Dom that have been salvaged from the the archives of people's VHS libraries. So there's even more material now to go and reminisce over. Yeah. So I watched uh, I watched one of those the other day. Thought it was genuinely really good, like I often oh. do. You know, they had they had some good writers on that on that team. Um, and then it made me think. I wonder how sort of in depth and you know uh, serious the wider community is about Dick and Dom. You know, in terms of archiving things and uh, how they're how they're getting hold of this stuff. Maybe someone's got like an in at the BBC or whatever. So I did a bit of Googling just to find out about the wider community. And I stumbled across r slash Dick and Dom on Reddit. Ooh. So don't don't go typing into it right now. I, oh. I don't want you to uh, to have have the moment spoiled for you. But I was like, okay, this is good. I'll, I'll go and have a look. at. I didn't expect it to be a, a big community. Um, it's not. It's only got 11 members. Um, and it's not particularly active although the most recent posts were both a month ago the last two posts were a month ago um right so i had a quick scroll and i it quickly became apparent that it's possible that the people involved in this subreddit are being a bit silly and they're not really the bungalow clips style uh serious fans so it begins the oldest post uh, was posted a year ago, and it's a "ain't nobody got time for that" meme, um, prop like with the proper white impact font, you know, a really old style meme. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. And uh, it says, "Dick and Dom in the bungalow, ain't nobody got time for that." Um, it's incredibly pixelated, so I'm g- <laughs> going to send it to you now. It's the <laughs> lowest quality meme I've maybe ever seen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> here it comes wow oh wow that is that is about seven pixels there that is yeah a bad one. so so that was that i thought okay this this is um this is where it where it begins um and i can't remember if i said but the the title of that post was kill this non-believer um <laughs> so it didn't bode well um i continued to look through all the posts and uh, i've got a selection for <laughs> for you right now um post number two how many times day do you watch in da bungalow with your penis out? Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, Wait, what? Really, really badly typed. And that is a common theme on this subreddit. It's a deliberate method of communication. They put random spaces and letters into their sentences on purpose. Um, oh, dear. The replies to that are um, uh, tree fiddy times a day i guess and Good. someone else has put uh that's a hard one depends on if i have work or not about five to seven times a day i guess <laughs> <laughs> um, 
What um, is this? Then there's a, a a post entitled "They Like Animals," um, and the the photo enclosed is Dick holding an otter on Dom's head, looking stoned as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that otter looks pretty stoned as well. To be fair. Now, yeah, before we go on, taxidermied. Before we go on, if you couldn't tell from the previous post I mentioned about having your dick out, this subreddit is very, very not safe for work and also generally quite offensive as well. Some of the words that are used on this subreddit. So I, if if anyone listening is curious enough to be checking this out, you may find some uh, choice language that is is not appropriate. So I'm warning you now. Um, I, there's there's another post here. It's just called He Come, and uh, it is a, a picture of Diddy Dom with what I'm assuming is just shaving <laughs> shaving cream on his face. Yeah, but, okay, you know, no, that's it looks the peak like a of comedy. I'm, I'm all for that. That's good. Okay, so Diddy Dick and Dom, for people unfamiliar, was a sort of Punch and Judy style cutaway gag they did from time to time, mm. where it was just their faces poked through a black curtain. And puppet, a puppet torso and legs. Underneath and their heads, yeah. They would speak as if they were on helium with their voices modified. And it was usually, usually just sort of prop slapstick comedy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> clearly one of them involved dick rubbing sun cream or whipped cream or cream yeah, something into, yeah, into Dom's face. And uh, someone's taken that still and is thoroughly enjoying it. There's one comment on that post. It just says, more, in bold and italics. Um, we move on. Um, they win award, says uh, says the post. It's a photo of them holding their BAFTAs. Um, and underneath it says, they are best. They win award. Dick for lif. Um, and... Uh, for the reason I included this one is there's three comments, mostly just about talking how they've won an award. But the third one says, Want Dak and Tom Vaughan, uh, which is very troubling. What's the bet that this is Dick and or Dom doing this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my God. it really goes downhill from here. Um, there's a post entitled, This isn't Dick and Dom. Uh, and uh, the the post reads, why does this come up when I search for Dick and Dom uh, and it's two gay men engaging in pornographic acts? Oh, um, wow. Because okay. it's, it's Dick and Dom, see? You get it? Of course. Ah. Um, oh, creamy muck muck, yeah. We then move on to a screenshot of um, a, a genuine uh, news article. I found the equivalent article, so this is real. Children's TV presenter Richard McCourt admits taking drugs. Oh, what? Yeah. Mm. Naughty. Children's television presenter Richard McCourt has admitted taking drugs until a doctor ordered him to stop. <laughs> um, Wait, isn't that what... That's like antibiotics, isn't it? Well, so I thought it was a parody... Into... Yeah, I thought it was going to be an Onion article where it's like, oh yeah, he took he took some antibiotics and then the doctor said, okay, you can stop now. But no, it is like he apparently did take recreational drugs and then his doctor said, you're going to die if you keep taking those. So Cause he's got a heart condition, apparently. Oh, so. wow. So it wasn't like he was care-hauling every day and just flying with the birds. He just he probably just did a little bit of something. like, oh, that's yeah, not good for you. Yeah, I think that's what, yeah, that's what I, so, I read into it. Um, the, one, the one thing that um, the uploader has used, though, uh, or has, has done to this screenshot, so it's a perfectly legit screenshot of uh, a news article, 
Um, and there's a photo enclosed with the caption, a witness described the TV star's frank outbursts as appalling. Um, the photo, I imagine, used to be a photo of Dick's head, but it is now uh, a man who has put a, uh, a uh, an, an air suction cup dildo onto a train rail uh, and uh, is completely bottomless and is sitting on the dildo. Um, <laughs> oh my God. God, it's it's really fuck? this. It's very graphic. This. Um, what your beef with Harry Hill is a post. <laughs> I don't understand why there is beef with Harry Hill and Dick and Dom. Why can we not have sausage time in Debunga? And then there's four line breaks, and then at the bottom it just says low. <laughs> Fucking hell! I've I've got a question. Like, are these posts all coming from the same person, or is is there like actually a couple of people who are actually like this? There are. There's a group of several different people. It's mostly the same names coming up, but um, yeah, <laughs> of course it, it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. Someone's put hello, friends. I recently had my picture taken with Dick and Dome. Please say nice things in comment. Um, it's a photo of a guy standing next to Kanye West, uh, <laughs> to which the comments underneath say, that's Richard Hammond, uh, and someone says, oh, fuck, I forgot. Uh, <laughs> it, it it continues sort of to this this quality. Um, someone, I think a, new, a newcomer, did actually do a post saying, this sub is an absolute gem, and the usual names who have been posting all the crap underneath have put bogey, Baboggy and <laughs> Bogue. Um, so they had their own little game of bogeys in the comments. Uh, and really where I, I decided to stop reading, because apparently I carried on reading up to this point, um, but there was a, um, a post that said, Dick found paying respects on the Barry Chuckle grave. Um, and then Ooh. it's just a photo of a small child peeing against a portaloo. Oh, so, wow. um, oh yeah. no, that ruined it. You had to go too far. Exactly. It it really that's so that's what I'm saying. I thought this was I couldn't not bring this to videos because it's so it not only is it just a weird thing and we talk about weird things here, but it's Dick and Dom related, you know. <laughs> so I I had to bring it, but um yeah, but definitely anyone who's going to seek this out, there is a massive content warning I would say on on the quality uh <laughs> Of of what gets posted on here, but there you go. That's the official slash unofficial Dick and Dom subreddit. Wow. R slash Dick and Dom. Astonishing. I hope somebody posts this episode in there. Yeah, they should do. Yeah. Oh, we'll what? See what it, see what happens. Because it's it's like a very small but kind of committed group of shit posters, which kind of makes sense if you spent your childhood watching Dick and Dom that this would happen. <laughs> yeah, it's like it is. It is shit posting, but it's like the shittest shit posting. Like it's just it's like on you know, another level. On... Yeah, it gets it gets dark at times. You know, it. I just it blew me away in the worst possible way when I discovered this. I did not. It's not what I expected when I realised that R slash Dick and Dom existed. I thought yeah. fabulous. This will be interesting. Uh, you got slapped with he come. Yeah, he come. <laughs> it was it was interesting though. To be fair. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that was, was an adventure. Wow. Really light-hearted episode this yeah, week. Yeah, it really is. Don't worry. My thing's not not sad. It's okay. Okay, good. We'll be all right. Good. Thank you, Peter. That was informative. And I You're do welcome. hope we get we get some more news from, from that subreddit soon. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Big Nick asks the, the next question. 
at NickRLC on Twitter, what is the largest animal you, as individuals, could single-handedly cling film to a lamppost? Hmm. Mm. Single-handedly, the largest. I, mean, I guess it's not just size here, because some big animals can be quite docile, but some small yeah. ones can be quite intense. It's the balance. See, that's what I think, right? Surely if a giraffe... If you can just get a giraffe to stand there, and you can get a ladder... You can probably cling film that sucker with ease, right? As long as it stays still. Well, I think oh, that's man. the thing there. I think it, I don't think a giraffe... I think you'd struggle to cling film a giraffe to a, a lamppost. I think sort of from a logistical aspect, if you could, if it was standing still or if you could sedate it, then yeah, you wouldn't struggle, but uh, or not too much. But if you get kicked by a giraffe, it can kill you, you know? Mm. Um, I think I, I could say- cling film a horse. Oh, I'm going in a very similar vein and saying cow. Mm-hmm. Which is bigger, horse or cow? <laughs> I don't <laughs> D- know. I D- don't know. Depends if they're far away, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, goodness me. Uh, I reckon I could cling film a very large whale with ease oh, to a lamppost. Okay. Oh, okay. Wow. If someone just dumped it there for me to cling film it, what's it going to do? <laughs> no, that's not how it works, Peter. You have to take the lamppost to its territory. Right, you got to okay. swim down there with a lamppost. I mean, that could probably be pretty easy, but you know, the, if it's moving, you're fucked. Yeah. If it's sleeping yeah, yeah. though, easy peasy. Yeah, easy. Wrap up, wakes up with a nice surprise. Although you yes. might have issues, right? Because is that you're probably not going to get the same level of cling underwater, so you're going to have to balance the lamppost on its back, and then pull off a huge reel of cling film and just dangle it over the edge, fling it over the top so it, you know, gravity drags it down and then meet mm. it in the middle and do that first initial... I think the first wrap, that first uh, that first yeah, yeah. revolution is going to be a challenge, you know? Once you get that friction and the, the, it touches, then you're set. You yeah. just have to keep on going. I'm not sure that uh, cling film works underwater. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb and say... you. It's not possible, actually. Shit. Well, there's I'm a really Mythbusters for you. Yeah, I think you're right there. I think it's got to be some sort of large farm animal that's going to be relatively docile when, mm. you know, confronted by a human. But, yeah. Yeah. I, that's extra mean as well, um, cling filming a whale, because they need water. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's mean to cling film any animal. Let's get that right. But yeah. <laughs> Especially <laughs> whale. whales. <laughs> What if you were to cling film the water to the whale, though? Oh, you didn't think yeah, that's that, not did what you? that's not what was asked. Mm, that's true. No. Yeah, you can't you can't stray from the objective here. <laughs> We've got to. Cling I think film I think you animal. got it. I think it's got to be a, a horse or a cow. That's it, really. Which is bigger, cow or horse? Mm-hmm. Although I can attest to the fact that it's very difficult to move a cow that doesn't want to be moved, and I guess a horse as well. Right. Um, true. I've tried to move a cow before. Move a cow. There it is. Wait, uh, what? Sorry. I've, I've I've talked before about when the cow destroyed our picnic, haven't I? Oh, uh, I, I, so. I certainly tweeted about it. It does. Um, it does ring bells. Yeah. 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 Like a cow came and like trashed the picnic that was about, I don't know, twenty yards down from where we were, and we were watching, going, "God, why don't they just move it on? If you just, you know, if you're sort of loud and." And slightly intimidating towards an animal, it'll generally just sort of, you know, pass you by. And then it came and tried to do it to us too. And yeah, it just there were there were I think six no probably more than that. I think there were 
eight or ten of us. One of them uh, works for the police. He's like a, he's he's a, a an actual on the beat policeman. Ooh. And uh, yeah, we just all of the the big burly blokes that we were were trying yeah. to move it, and uh, we just couldn't. Like literally, we're pushing this cow just to get it to move away, and it just wouldn't go. Oh my so. god. I, I did Google, uh, well, I got the results in on which is heavier, cow or horse. Looks like horses are nearly double the weight of a cow. There's a lot of muscle oh, on a horse. That is, there's a lot of muscle. I think this is quite, horses are quite tall, aren't they, as well? Yeah, mm. the big boys. They do kick, though. It's a bit scary. Yeah. But this is this is a very weird website. Um, it's purelyfacts.com. I scrolled down, and there's a page called, Is a Horse Heavy Than a Ferret? <laughs> What's the answer? Uh, um, I can say with absolute certainty that Horse is heavier. Oh. Okay, good to know. Fake news. I think what we can oh, guarantee to... that we could do is cling film a Great Dane or whatever the biggest dog in the world is to yeah. a, a lamppost. Because I think if you, as long as, long as you've got a, a friendly enough dog, it would just let you do it. Oh, that poor dog. It trusts you and yeah. <laughs> you, you go and betray it. I think we need to cling <laughs> film it a couple of feet off the ground as well. Oh, no. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it would be fun. Yeah. Do you think if you wrapped enough cling film around me, you could hit me with Ben's car and I would be okay? Um, oh, I think we're going to have to test it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> There's only one way to find out. Peter struggles to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Peter fucking asphyxiates. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a limited series. <laughs> okay, I've got my thing here. Ooh. So Go I was browsing the internet and I found this news article... Um, and it got me thinking. So I'm going to read you the headline and then a bit of the article. Here we go. This is from the New York Times. There are two ways out of a frog. This beetle chose the back door. <laughs> so immediately <laughs> okay. I was like, well, this is premium podiat stuff right here. Mm. It's a familiar story. Predator hunts prey. Predator catches prey. Predator gulps down prey. Usually that's it. But the water scavenger beetle says not today. After getting swallowed by a frog, this plucky little insect can scuttle down the amphibian's gut and force it to poop, emerging slightly soiled, but very much alive. Slightly soiled. <laughs> the bug's transit through the digestive tract can last as briefly as six minutes, a measly fraction of the two or more days it typically takes for a frog to fully digest and defecate its dinner. After noticing the beetles and frogs frequent the same paddy fields in Japan, Dr. Sugiura, I think, brought together one specimen of each in a lab, expecting the insect would be spit out. Instead, it rocketed out the other end of the digestive tract, a fecal <laughs> yes. feat that Dr. Sugiura managed to capture on film. <gasps> what? Eager to test the behavior's limits, Dr. Sugiura repeated his experiments with five specimens of insect-munching frogs in the lab. A whopping 90% of the beetles they swallowed made it out the other end alive, all within six hours of being gulped down. So, wow. this got me thinking, surely there are other creatures on God's big beautiful marble that can make it through to the glorious goal of exiting through a bottom or otherwise, <laughs> right? Still alive. Yep. Okay. So, I found an article on Ranker.com, and here are just a few of the animals that can survive being pooped out of a bottom. <laughs> right. That exists, does this it? This is a real yeah. thing. Yeah, absolutely. So, th let's start with a newt. Everybody loves a newt. Back me up. Everyone loves a newt? Yeah, yeah I love newts. Thank big, you. Big fan of newts, especially when they come out of bums. Yeah, there we go. Michael? 
Sorry, what was that? You big, you 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 a Newt fan? You a big Newt fan? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the newtiest boy there is. Newt, Newt, motherfucker. That's it. Thank you. The rough-skinned newt looks like easy prey, but any animal who eats it is in for an unfortunate surprise. Frogs often swallow them for dinner, and once inside, the newt quickly blows that popsicle stand. Their skins contain a toxin which they secrete when a predator consumes them. In the case of many frogs, they lack any resistance to this toxin, and it kills them from the inside out. Nice. Cute. What about... And the newt has to crawl out of the frog. Yeah, to gotta... yeah they do have to crawl out the frog, yeah. Next, we've got a snack. Considering the fact it's already blind, the Brahm the Brahmini, I think, blind snake lives. Oh my God, seagulls! Shut up! <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was. It's me, so but... fucking loud, and it's nearly nine p.m. Go to bed. It's ridiculous. The Brahmini blind snake lives a pretty difficult existence. Its lack of eyes makes it easy pickings for predators, including birds and toads. Luckily, Aww. getting eaten isn't always a problem for these little hardy beasts. Researchers discovered this snake can be eaten by specific frogs and manage to survive the process. They have the ability to do this because, specifically for the frogs, the snake is often mistaken for a worm, their more common prey. The frog stomach cannot digest a scaled vertebrate, so the snake is able to get out, likely traumatised, but otherwise unscathed. God, imagine going through a digestive tract and coming out alive. That's, yeah. I mean, there's definitely porn of that, I'm sure. But <laughs> There is. Christ. It happened in it's... Ace Ventura, didn't it? Oh, yeah, of course. No, no, that was um, a robot. Oh, was rhino. it? No, yeah. rubbish. Yeah. Mm. Do you think it's scarier to go through a digestive tract blind or not blind? Because oh, if you're blind, it just feels a bit warm and nice. I guess. But, Warm I mean, and Bernie, nice. yeah. I'm guessing you probably know what's happening, though. <laughs> yeah, I Still, guess. I'd rather, if I knew that I was inside a digestive tract, I'd probably at least prefer to be able to see in case that could help me in any way mm. survive. But yeah. Yeah. The frog does a fart. Oh, there's the, there's the opening at the end of the tunnel. Go for that. Just like Moby Although R- I guess Moby it's too Richard. dark to see inside a digestive tract. I yeah, can't that's see the anything. thing. It's always portrayed in media as like being bright in there. You know, there's a dim light, but it, will, it would be mm. pitch black, wouldn't it? Presumably, yeah. Be able to see Do you know that for sure? Have you ever been inside a digestive tract? No, but there's still time, Michael. I'm young. Oh, boy. We could do this. Next up is a snail. Some aquatic Ooh. snails made the godly decision to never die, even when consumed by birds. Scientists tested the snail's resilience by selecting four species and feeding them to mallard ducks. The Hydrobia ulvae, ulvae, potentially, passed right through the, the digestive tract, a five-hour journey, and came through the other side intact and alive. This might be possible not just because the snail itself is hardy, but also because birds push food through their body quickly in order to get energy as fast as possible. This lower <laughs> digestive efficiency means snails can hitch a ride and be transported all over by these birds, safely waiting in their gut. Once out of the duck, they still grow as fully functional animals. <laughs> Once out, I didn't expect today in today's podcast for the phrase <laughs> "once out of the duck" <laughs> to be used. I've I've never heard them being described as hardy before. Surely they're actually quite softy. What the thing? They're quite yeah. The snails. The, yeah, snails. I mean, underneath the, the shell. Yeah, they're quite like like just a little. I think little these are slimy small, bags. These are small ones. These are small aquatic snails, so they're not very big, Aww. which is why ducks eat them. Silly ducks. Is, um, do you know if if it's shell and all? Is like the shell still 
I assume so if they if they continue to grow as fully functional animals. I also assume that they hide inside the shell. They're not just sort of slugging around in there, right? <laughs> yeah. Leaving trails Looking all over for the place. Exactly, yeah. The final one I've got is a shrimp. Wow, a specific kind of shrimp. You may know of the seed shrimp by another name, the ostracod, which is a cool name, but I, <laughs> oh, yeah, I absolutely course, yes. don't know that name. These itty-bitty crustaceans measure in at about a millimetre long, but they're able to survive even the harshest conditions and circumstances. Case in point is what happens if a predator consumes a seed shrimp. Seed shrimp make common prey for the white suckerfish. However, once eaten, the shrimp can pass through the fish without dying. Even more impressive is the fact females who came out the other side unharmed remained in good enough shape to reproduce as if nothing ever happened. This means that the seed shrimp can utilize the guts of fish as a means of transportation to new regions. Wow. I think you mean the ostracod. Sorry, the ostracod. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, oh. the a fish is just a fish and a duck for what is it? Which which snail was it? The hydrobia ulve and the ostracod. Mm. Uh, it's just public transport, isn't it? Yeah. I, th- I thought you were going to say rather than the ostracod using these as vehicles or the destinations that they use them as bedrooms oh see that's also a good a, option a safe place to have a baby it's just a place to sleep for six hours and then <laughs> plop oh look at me like, i'm off the coast of india over- this is great yeah, it's like the overnight express to scotland <laughs> yeah, it is. it's a sleeper train for shrimp yeah. oh, do you cute. um do you guys remember that picture that was going around i don't know around maybe 2010 or something on the internet of um, a really big python that had eaten a sort of adolescent crocodile and then it had kind of exploded and <laughs> there's a... Oh, okay, I'm going to have to find that oh, now. Oh, I don't... Um, <laughs> okay, anyway, that's my thing. So there we go. Oh, that's amazing. I'm actually... Made, the main thing I got out of that was the tiny shrimp boys, ostracods. They're adorable. Yeah. Are you looking at them now? I, I say adorable. They are giving me dust mite vibes a bit. Right, but, yeah. But they're kind of more blobby and fun. So they get a pass. They're allowed, and that's okay. They can be a bit gross. You found it, Peter. Snake eats crocodile and explodes. Ah, here it is. This horrific picture. I mean, it's not. It's not horrific in the sense of there's not loads of blood and stuff. It's just the back end of a crocodile sticking out of an open snake. Okay, I imagine we won't be (laughs) tweeting this one, right? Probably not. Probably not. Um, but it's yeah. Here you go. Oh wow! Look at that. Wow. Oh, God. That snake uh, uh, oh. bit off a bit more than it could chew, eh? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty no. wild. So um, anyone just... who wants to see that, we're not going to put it on our Twitter uh, thing. But uh, you don't just search for snake eats crocodile because there's lots of pictures of snakes successfully eating crocodiles, apparently. You have to type in snake eats crocodile and explodes and you will <laughs> those find are the it. Keywords. Those are the keywords. You need those keywords yeah. in there. <laughs> but yes, there are a number of animals that can make it through the digestive track of animals, tracked, sorry, of animals, and then be plopped out successfully. Oh, me. cute. Now just we know. A, just a taxi service at the end of the day. Exactly. Mm. Pooba. Pooba. There it is. Pooba. <laughs> we did it. Hey. <laughs> Final question this week comes from Kieran Marshall at Sure1Kern229 on Twitter. If you could choose, what substance would you bleed instead of blood? <laughs> Uh, Sorry. <laughs> if you could choose, shrimp. what substance would you bleed instead of blood? Sorry, Peter. Did you say ostracods? Yeah. Can you? Just... Is ostracod a, a substance? <laughs> I mean, it, it's kind of path- so pathetic. It's barely an animal. Whoa! <laughs> so come I'm... on. 
Well, the animal police. They shouldn't yeah. have to fucking put up with that. <laughs> right, right yeah, now, animal fight. Ostracod. Newt versus Ostracod. Who wins? Ost- Ostracod, Ostracod fucking, fucking wins it all. It's the best one to be pooped out alive. <laughs> the Newt kills the guy who ate him. I yeah, mean, that's, that's pretty true, metal, actually. really. That's true. But will an Ostracod... Which, how many of these animals can we fit inside of each other alive at the same time? <laughs> It's like the old woman who swallowed a fly, yeah. isn't it? We could definitely do a thing. I think yeah. we can... The newt's the biggest one, then it's the snack, then it's the snail, and then it is the ostracod, so... How small's yeah. this snack? The snack is, is can be confused for a worm, so it's not that big. Oh, okay, it would yeah. struggle to eat the snail, honestly. But the snail could definitely not eat the snack. No. <laughs> I'm trying to think functionally, because hmm. blood's not exactly... It's not a fun thing. It's not like, oh, a bit of blood, that's nice. It's 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 very much supposed to be inside of you, and it serves a purpose. What? How could I enhance myself? WD-40. Like a... Oh, everything just... <laughs> no more achy heart... joints. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, my heart would just be, like, slipping and sliding all over the place, beating so fish, fishing. Yeah. Gravy would be a fun one. Gravy would be. I mean, you are northern, so. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I, I'm 50% hummus, 50% gravy. Um, <laughs> but but I, like the, the thing is, like, I don't get to enjoy the gravy really. It's inside of me, and if no, it comes out, that's, that's not a good thing. That's a bad. Probably thing. be put off, right? What if there's yeah. some sort of, um, you know, how creosote protects your fences and wooden structures. Yeah. What if you had creosote in you? Would you do you think it would slow aging or make it you make yourself age really fast in that you would die almost immediately? It has to, I, surely. Yeah, I think it, it might kill you, but I think we sort of have to do away with that aspect of it for this question because mm. if you had anything other than blood <laughs> in your veins, yeah. it would probably kill you. Um I think I mean again, there's a chance to make money here. You know, what's some very expensive liquids, printer ink maybe? Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Some very expensive oil, olive oil. I, yeah, I, I did forget the fact that you don't have, you know, a limited supply of blood. It does keep, you know, reject. Re- you get, you get more blood over time. Mm-hmm. Like you, you lose blood and you get more. So, like, it's not you can milk just yourself. Your f- yeah, exactly. You, you could. could go to the needle station. That's what they called and get milk. I'm assuming it would yeah, still be uncomfortable station. to to have done. Uh, but yeah, vanilla extract is quite often. expensive, isn't it? Yeah. I'm just mm. looking up the most expensive liquids in the world. Number one, this definitely would be bad to have in your veins. Scorpion venom. Oh, you would be Ooh. so cool. Is apparently worth $39 million per gallon. Wow. What? Yeah. That makes Jesus. sense. As is King Cobra venom, because I guess, you know, they're both for making anti-venom, so they're super expensive, because you only need, like, a couple of drops to make anti-venom, so. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. cool, though. That would be cool to have. You'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. I'm. I'm I, there's no reason to this. I want to say porridge. You want to be. You <laughs> want to be full of porridge. Yeah, I want to be like, thick and goopy inside. Okay, so <laughs> Mikey's gonna be just a big sack of porridge. I, 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 um, I want to sit and watch Mr. Bean in the cinema with my goopy, sloppy <laughs> insides. Just... Uh, the worst thing is, you'd need some quite large, um, <laughs> like gashes to properly bleed. <laughs> You know, yeah. and if there was a, a a cut in you that was not so small that the porridge can't escape, but not quite big enough that the porridge flows out, it would sort of, if you moved that joint or if, you know, if you put any pressure, it would sort of, sort of blob out in a horrible, lumpy uh, way. See, I'm not picturing that. I'm picturing because it's so blobby, if it was a small <laughs> cut, 
you'd you'd presumably need extremely high porridge pressure and it would right. just spray <laughs> out like a velocity like, um, unseen breakfast machine exactly yeah <laughs> Oh, How much porridge would you have to lose before you die, do you think? <laughs> oh, uh, not sure. Two balls. <laughs> two bowls of porridge. That's not much. It's, he's lost two bowls of porridge. <laughs> oh my what would a porridge IV look like? Does it have to be warm? Hmm. I mean, it inherently would be body temperature, wouldn't it? So oh, I suppose... Yes, that's that's edible, isn't it? Yeah. Do you think in a pinch, if you were if you were running, if you were very low on porridge and you were starting to pass out, that they could give you an infusion of granola instead, or <laughs> is that not not a close it's, enough match? It's too knobbly. Oh, oh man, <laughs> cut up my insides just to the soft, slimy <laughs> porridge. God. Uh, the number ten most valuable liquid in the world is surprisingly human blood. Oh, so there oh. you go. Hey. Oh well, there it is. There we go. Fantastic. That's the answer there. I would. I just. I think I'd go with WD forty. I think. Yeah. I like the 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 benefits that I've invented. What? What? Yeah. Yeah. The benefits. Speed. Oh, I've just thought of one though. If you had, if you had like a non-Newtonian fluid flowing through your veins, would that make you really like? If someone punched you really hard, would it like resist it super super well? Maybe. You know. You know, there's like cornflower yeah. paddling pools. I mean, you'd that you still you'd still have muscle and bone, presumably, right? Well, you yeah. Punch, when you punch a person, it's not the blood that gives. I don't think. <laughs> no, but I'm saying if you had special blood, maybe the blood would give you. Oh protection. shit! Yeah, like a yeah. crustacean. Yeah. I feel like falling over with non-Newtonian fluids inside you isn't a fun experience. It's just oh, no. a brick wall hitting another brick wall. You just go wall. rigid the moment you hit the floor. Bam. Shit. My veins would be all black. Um, Mikey's would be all beige <laughs> and lumpy. <laughs> Mine would be multicolored. Yeah. Oh. Wowie. Well, there we go. We put the world Beautiful. to rights there, I think. Thank you Brilliant. so much, everybody, for listening to the show very much appreciated hey why don't you go tell your friends that would be really good spread the news if they can you know get over the hurdle of understanding what the fuck we're talking about um just give it a year just keep pushing through for years like tv shows i'm starting to understand it now absolutely well store.yorkscast.com if you'd like to buy some vidiot slash podiots merch uh there's all sorts over there right mikey Oh boy, you best believe. You've got everyone's favourite vidiots merch. You've got our lovely, lovely. Can't really call them new anymore. So I they're think just they're new. designs. We've got designs on there that you can wear on your body and drink liquids out of. Yeah. Could be porridge, could be non Newtonian fluids. That's <laughs> for you to decide. And the best bit is if you go if you get all the way to that checkout, you can reward yourself with a cheeky ten percent off. Everything no. on the Yogscast store. Not just our stuff. You can get 10% off everything by using the handy dandy, easy to remember code Vidiots. Beautiful. Vidiots at checkout for 10% off everything. 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 YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all.com forward slash Vidiots official. Twitch.tv forward slash Vidiots official as well if you'd like to see some streams that we do from time to time. Hey, if you want to join Pod Squad and support us financially, which we just, we're just we just hugely grateful of, it means an awful lot to us, then you can do so by going to streamlabs.com forward slash Podiots donations and donating £3 or more to get a shout out. You'll join Pod Squad and you'll be assigned a, a Pod Squadlet that will be read aloud <laughs> by the three of us and this week's pod squadlet, 
up first is the one read by Michael once I finish the confusing cadence that I have started this sentence in, <laughs> and it's going to end now. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. <laughs> Over to me. We got Thingamajiggly, Willem de... Oh, Jesus, I fucked it up again. Willem de Fiddles Whiddle Diddle. Thank you. Help... Uh, sorry, once more. Help! The sparks are in my eyes! <laughs> Just Monica. Fully baked cream pie. Tommy the Wank Engine. Chav Chav Ramirez. It is I, Jay Demur. Lean, mean, green, teen, Sean Bean. Carry the worst. Darius Canning with a child and a very de- generous donation. Thank you. He gave us a, a child. child, nonetheless. Happy birthday, Alec. Like a glovity glib glop gibbon. Like a clit sucker. Katiekin Solo. Kevin from Con. Known racist Mel Gibbon, the friendliest racist you'll ever meet because he's very generous, and Alan Claw. Also, Lord Brotovich, the very generous, I uh, I guess I'm demons. Uh, the Cunt Basher 3000, I hate Freddie Weber's face. Steven Scodes, I sent my key Triggly Searides. Flobber Dobber Whammer Deluxe Man, who is very generous, thank you. Emily Lemons, bring back memory cards. Prince Beefcakes, the very generous Uncle Chucklefucker. <laughs> <laughs> Post-traumatic uh, stress diarrhea. That's very hard to read, that one. Vidiot's official cunt sucker and the very generous uh, main man, maimed main man. Mikey dommed by a bed bug. Simon Miller, give us a subscream. Obscure anecdota bics. Knee deep in satisfiers. Fingers MC. Carl Lancer, thank you very much for the generous donation and the insanely generous donation from Samuel Soon Emigrate in Barber. Thank you so much. I drink to spaghetti. I can't think of a funny name. Berto, Queefchis Lorraine and Waluigi on a crucifix. Thank you so much, everybody. That is your pod squad for this week. Once more, streamlabs.com forward slash poddy. It's donations, three pounds or more to get a shout out. Thank you, everybody. Mikey, where can people find you? Best place to find me is at Parrot Boy on the tweeters, where you can see some ferrets and there's a lovely picture of a, a, a name plaque I found at a car dealership with my name on it, and apparently I'm a used car sales advisor. Ooh. Isn't that nice? Ooh, I do. I will resume streaming at some point. It's been a stressful few months, uh, but things are finally ticking down, and I'm kind of getting my, my shit together and my room all set up for it. So I'm, I just keep. I promise I'll do it soon. <laughs> and Peter, where can people find us? We're at Team Triple Jump everywhere that's worth being at YouTube, Twitch, uh, Facebook, and Twitter. All Team Triple Jump, where we're doing some video style content. Still, we're doing Rules Boss, uh, which is piece of cake. Basically, we're doing worst games ever. We're doing Prove It. Uh, doing cooking um, and, and all kinds of other things. It's a video game based platform fantastic finally leave us an itunes review or a review slash rating on your platform of choice should help something to do with al gore's rhythms does anybody have a final question to go home with what's the estimated arrival time of our pooba (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for listening everybody we will be back in two weeks time look after yourselves Bye. Bye. bye bye bye